everyone, and welcome to another episode of Budgeting Period, your podcast, your one-stop shop to get out of debt, get on a budget, you know, just live your best life because you got monies to do whatever you want to do, right? And so today on an episode with Kelly Cards on WJON, we talk about six ways to increase your credit score. Okay, and this is actually coming from you guys. I had the pleasure... I'm assuming you didn't want to do this, so I did it for y'all. I took one for the team. I took the test that you have to take provided by the state in order to file bankruptcy. You have to take a like a financial literacy, uh, money management type course. Um, it took me multiple, multiple, multiple hours on a Saturday, and I had the best time. I was like, I want to see what they're telling people. This is like my insider view of what the government thinks you should be doing to manage your money better. And one of the topics was credit score, and they give you six tips on actually how to increase your credit score. And I didn't think it was that bad. I, of course, am not a financial advisor. I am not a professional lawyer. I am not, you know, I'm not, I don't work at those credit bureaus where we know all the insider tips and tricks to actually build your credit. But these are pretty good, pretty good recommendations. So figure out how you can actually increase your credit score. But remember, your credit score is only a gauge on how good you are at managing your debt, right? Don't put all of your value and your worth on your credit score. Um, that's silly. And you are better than that. And you are more than just a number, right? Okay, I get off my soapbox on that one. But Hope you enjoy today. Um, and as always, if you enjoy this episode, if you like what I'm saying, um, the topics that we're talking about, if you just want to support your girl, feel free to share it with a friend, to like or subscribe, um, because I love this podcast and it's something that I think um, can reach a lot of people and um, I just want to keep going with it. And so your support means everything to me. Okay, let's dive in six ways to increase your credit score. You're listening to It Matters with Kelly Cords on AM 1240 and 95.3 FM WJON. Kelly Shostrom is joining us for our Budgeting Basics today. And this is going to be an interesting episode because I think there are a lot of people out there that have had things happen. Uh, maybe it's divorce. Uh, maybe they've lost a job. Maybe it was a loss of a job due to an illness or maybe even covid and cause some huge financial grief so much that maybe um, they're thinking about having to go into bankruptcy. And what does that look like? And today, Kelly is going to be chatting with us a little bit about that picture. Kelly Shostrom, thanks for being here. Hello, Kelly. Thank you for having me. Always good to chat with you every week. I'm glad that you're kind of traveling down this road for a little bit, because I think sometimes we have people listening that go, I wish I was there, but I'm so far beyond that. It, I feel helpless. Yeah, I think when we, um, it's really easy for us, Kelly, for you and I to talk about what budgeting has done to change our lives, how just sitting down and looking at our debt has changed our lives, how tracking our spending has changed our lives. Um, but at the end of the day, and we talk about this every week, it always is a, either an income or a debt problem, right? With um, yeah. with our situation. Sometimes we need to make more money. Other times we need to just like reduce our expenses so that we can kind of pay off some of that debt. But that it isn't always that easy. It isn't always just make more money or reduce your bills. And so that's what I wanted to dive into this, this deep, dark, um, scary corner, because I think it's important to talk about. Um, this isn't this, is, you know, the more we talk about things, the less we feel maybe shame or worry or anxiety. And it puts it out there as um, other people are going through this too. And so so I actually did some work with a bankruptcy lawyer um, here in town in Minnesota, and I worked with um, seeing kind of the program that if you wanted to file for bankruptcy, what you had to go through, right? 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think people um, feel like it's this easy way out. Like, of course, you just file for bankruptcy and everything's taken care of, but it's actually a lot more complicated than that. Every um, type of debt isn't actually doesn't qualify for bankruptcy. Um, there are certain types of um, different levels of bankruptcy that you can file that get rid of certain things. Um, but then also one thing that was really interesting is the state makes you actually go through um, kind of like a course an assessment where you have to do your due diligence to how are you going to improve your situation moving forward. And you have to, have to kind of take this financial course, which I um, had the pleasure of taking. And I don't think a lot of people would use their Saturday to take a bankruptcy financial literacy course. But um, and one of the topics in this course, again, by the state by bankruptcy lawyer is a way for you to to improve um, is about how to improve your credit. And so Kelly, I am um, not a financial advisor. I am not a lawyer, but these are some simple things that I think we can all keep in mind. And especially if you um, do have really bad credit and you're trying to, you know, one step at a time, just dig yourself out of a hole that you maybe found yourself. And I think these are some things that we can um, use to, to kind of improve our situation. Yeah, I, I know that you and I, once we started working on my my situation, it was it was it's almost kind of fun. I, I keep an eye on my credit every day, just about. I always go look and see where it's at. Uh, it's fun to see the numbers go up, you know, instead of down. <laughs> you know, exactly. You just start somewhere, but it's fun to be able to see the numbers going up. Um, you know, I, I have like a credit karma thing. You know, it's a free service, but it's it's neat to be able to see what they look at and why they look at it and where you're. Um, you know, why, you know, sometimes they increase your credit when you don't even ask for it. And you're like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't even need this credit, but how it affects everything. Exactly. And everything is more fun when we're good at it, right? Of yeah. course, if we're really good at playing soccer, we're going to go out on the weekends or challenge our friend to a little like match. Or if we're really good at movie trivia, we might find ourselves, you know, at a bar and doing movie trivia night. Um, and same with our money. When we're good at it, it's easier to look at our credit score. It's easier to look at how much debt we have. It's easier to look at our budget because we know that we're doing a good job and, um, and it, it's, it's a reflection of exa- the effort that we're putting in. And so same can be with your credit. And so we all, like you said, we all have free access to our credit score. Your credit score, remember, is just the number. It's the exact number. The credit report is an actual report. And that tells you what is on your credit, um, maybe lines of credit that um, you've withdrawn in the last however many years, um, how much debt you have, all that kind of stuff. So your report versus your score are two different things. And remember your credit score, that number is only a base. It's basically a factor of how good are you at managing debt, right? Because all of the factors that go into your credit um, score are kind of around debt and how you manage it and how likely you are to pay off your debt. And so if, if you are in a hole and you have lots of debt right now, um, don't worry too much about your credit score because I don't think you'll be planning on taking out any more debt in the near future, or let's make that our goal is to not take out any more debt. Um, we like to use debt when we're in a good financial spot to improve our situation. So instead of maybe paying for that car outright, we could get a lower interest rate in good times with the economy um, and then actually make more money in the stock market instead of paying for that car, that car in cash. And so that, okay, I I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole there, but let's dive into some of the things you can do to improve your credit. So 
the first thing that you can do is you can just pay your bills on time, Kelly. I know that sounds really simple, but as you start to build a history of paying your bills on time, um, your credit will improve. And in general, payments take um, that are at least 30 days late can negatively affect your credit score. So again, we don't want to be making any late payments. There are new apps and services these days that actually let you, um, your rent can go positively affect your credit score. And so let's just make that kind of our, um, a promise to ourselves that we will be paying our bills on time. Yeah. I just set things up. I know other people are afraid to do it, but I set things up on automatic payment. That way I have to be responsible enough to make sure the money is there. And I know it's going to be paid if, if I forget to go in there one day or something comes up and I, that's the way I do it. Exactly. And it's really easy to make, put it on auto payment when you have enough money in the bank. I remember um, when I was the queen of overdrafting and I was horrified of auto payments because I was like, how do I know if I'm going to have that amount of money in my checking account? Right. Yeah, and yeah. so I think we remember those days. Um, but if you can just build a little bit of a buffer in your checking account so that you can put it on auto payments so that you don't miss um, a payment, you'll be better off. Right. Okay. All right. The second one is to pay down your debt. And this is something we talk all the time, but the more debt you have and you're showing the um, credit agencies and whoever else is looking at the report that you're not really good at like putting a dent and making it go down, they're not going to really be into giving you more credit um, because you haven't really paid off what you already owe. And so let's make a pact to ourselves to at least reduce the amount of debt that we have. Um, again, reducing our expenses that we have or increasing our income, but then um, creating a plan. Um, there's all sorts of tools out there. Um, in my course, also, we talk about paying off debt, but um, just to be able to reduce that that number a little bit. And as your pay, debt total goes down, your monthly payment will also go down. So you'll have a little bit more breathing room in your monthly budget. Very smart. Okay. I'll all right. Number three, we want to be proactive. And so let's say we do accidentally miss that, um, that bill. And then we are worried about the credit card company. Um, I actually, this is really funny, Kelly. I didn't pay my credit card this month on time and I had to pay interest on it, which oh, it made you mad. killed me, Kelly. Yes. I went camping in the woods, like three, no, probably a couple months ago and my phone factory reset. And so everything got lost on my phone. Right. And so oh, I had no. to download every app one at a time and I didn't download my American express app right away, which I should. Oh. And so I didn't get an app notification saying your bill is coming due. And that's how I, you know, I quit getting the emails because it was driving me crazy. And I was like, I just need a little pop up in my notification that says, Hey, your bills due soon, go pay it. And mm -hmm. since I didn't have that little reminder, so this is your life lesson. If oh. you, if you are like normally good, or maybe you're not good at all, we're not shaming you call your credit card company and just say, Hey, I'm really sorry. Maybe this isn't normal for you. And you can tell them that and be like, can I just get like a pass on this one? And they might actually not report that late payment or that missed payment to the credit card um, bureaus. Maybe they'll give you um, a, a little break. And then that's one less ding um, towards your credit score. Yeah, just reaching out sometimes does make a big difference because they want to keep you as a client. And if they, they can look back and see what your history is like and you can call and say, I'm a, I swear, I always make it on time. Can you look back? And, can you just please give me a break? And they'll usually give you a break. Exactly, Kelly. And same with if you overdraft from your checking account, if it's not a normal thing and you accidentally overdraft, um, I actually did that this year as well. And I'm trying to think what it was. I'm sure it was one of those like, 
my paycheck gets automatically deposited in one account and my bills come out of another account. Yeah. This is, this is Kelly, why I don't like having more than one checking account. My husband and I are still newlyweds. We're figuring out all of the accounts and merging them and all that kind of stuff. But the more accounts you have, the more complicated it gets. But yeah. if you do miss that payment or you are later, you get that overdraft fee, um, just call them, say you're sorry. And then maybe they'll be nice to you on that day. Yeah. I just hate the overdraft thing. You know, I'm always like, oh, I don't know if I want to deal with stuff like this because I'm the same way. I have all my money going to one account. I pay my bills out of a different account. And sometimes I like, like I try to look at my bank account every day. And sometimes like I, when we were talking about it, I went, oh, I got to go check just to make sure there's money in there. Because sometimes if you catch it same day and it says it's overdrawn, as long as you put the money in there same day, you don't get the overdraft. Exactly. And that's probably a bad way for me to do it. But that's what I have been doing. And I got caught with one of those a couple of weeks ago, too. And I was killed because $40 on something that cost you <laughs> $3 is like a nightmare. It It's really not not the smart move. Right, Kelly? No, and I think it isn't. The, with that being said, the $40 triggered my brain PTSD on if you have a fee on your checking account or your savings account, an annual fee, a monthly fee, get rid of it right now. There are a million checking accounts that are for free. Do not yeah. be wasting your money, people, on overdraft fees, on um, forgetting to make a payment on something or for just having a checking account. Let's put that PSA out there right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, Kelly, the fifth thing is going to be don't be hurt by credit bureau errors. And so things happen and people get things wrong. Maybe someone even stole your identity at one point, God forbid, right? And so it is important, as we talked about earlier, we're, we've been talking about our, getting our credit score up, but that credit report, that actual report yeah. of everything that's on your credit, take a look at it. You can pull it for free. I believe it's twice a year, so you won't have to pay anything. And then make sure everything that's listed on there is yours. Make sure that car payment that's on there is actually one that you signed up for. That opened credit card recently is actually one that you opened up. Because if we do have errors on our credit report, you could be it could be affecting your score and it's not even your fault, actually. Yeah, yeah, definitely take a deep look at that because it can, you can go in there and go, I don't think this is me. You'll find out that there's another Kelly Cords that lives somewhere else and it's hers. Exactly, exactly. Yep. And um, th and this is an easy way to find fraud as well. So if somebody's opening things in your account, it's really easy to see it on your credit report because sometimes if somebody is opening something in your name and they um, they don't sign up for any email notifications or anything, you might not even know. And so opening up your credit report will tell you those items. Scary, um, yes. I know, but we need to be responsible stewards of our money, right, Kelly? And this is just one thing that we're doing to keep an eye on things and to make our situation a little bit better because these are things that we can control. Yeah. And then, and the, and the last thing is after you begin to use your credit um, more effectively, just like wait a little bit, give it a little breather, right? We, as we're, are, we're reducing our debt, we're seeing our score go up a little bit at a time. We're monitoring our report. We're paying our bills on time. You're going to see that number start to, to, to go up, right? Let's not take out a brand new credit card at that time. Let's not sign up for a car loan at that time. Give your credit score a little bit of a break. Let it actually go up, get some momentum, and then use the credit that you you actually have earned at that point um, at a later date. Wait a wait a at least maybe a year or two. Um, if you need it before that, that's fine as well. But remember, that's why we want to save up our emergency fund that way we don't have to worry about needing credit. We want to make sure that we're saving up and planning for things in, in the future. So if you know you're going to be needing a new car in a year or two, um, let's start saving for that today. Also that you can give your credit a little bit of a break when it needs it. Yeah. How nice to be able to put down a bunch of money on your car instead of having to just put the whole thing on a loan. Maybe you can put down $5,000 and knock a bunch of money off of a price. 
Exactly. And sometimes you can, you know, especially with mortgages, you can buy a better um, interest rate. You There's so many options when you have the flexibility of having a little bit of cash. And so when you have cash, um, some places will either give you a, even give you a better deal. I know we're, we're seeing it um, out here with gas um, in Oregon, where if you pay for gas, um, like vehicle gas um, in cash, you actually get a different um, rate than if you were paying for it on credit, because a lot of these, especially small businesses are getting pinged and um, dinged with all these extra credit card fees. And so cash is um, coming back to be a little bit king. But of course, I'm always a fan of using credit cards to your advantage, paying them off every month, getting those rewards, building those miles, um, as long as we can responsibly um, spend that money and then pay it off in full every single month. Yep. All right. All right. We got one minute. Uh, You used to have a website called moneygalcoaching.com. It's now changed. Tell us what the website is. Yes. And so Money Gal Coaching will still bring you to the right place. It probably won't do that forever though. So let's um, let's talk about the new one. It's kellyshowstrom.com. So it's just my name, Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, just like Kelly Cords here. And then last name, Showstrom, S-J-O-S-T-R-O-M. Nice Swedish husband I got here. And um, <laughs> kellyshowstrom.com. And that is the one-stop shop that you can go to for anything that Kelly and I talk about. All the free tools, um, the course to kind of help you get out of debt. Um, it our podcast Kelly and I have here where we're talking about um, just money and debt and budgeting on a weekly basis here on WJON. And so it's, it's really a resource for all things money when you're ready to start getting your butt in gear, when you're ready to figure out how much debt you exactly. (laughs) And so use it as a tool. Um, There's a lot of free stuff on there. Freebie library also sign up for, and you'll get access to all of my free tools in one spot without having to sign up for each item individually.